0: All right, talk. Mm. Sorry.
1: Welcome to the Rob Morgan Show. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, Rob Morgan. Me. I did a great job. Yeah, you did. I think I could actually have a career as an announcer. You could. Announce. Rob Morgan. <laughs> that was genuinely good. I don't know why, but just as I was saying it, I was picturing the circus
0: so here we go
1: welcome one and all (laughs) to the morgan and morgan circus (laughs) introducing (laughs) our main act for the night (laughs) rob morgan
0: now to introduce yourself because you're part of the act i'm worn out now okay that should not be a part of this (laughs)
1: But it's just part of our regular life. That's what's really kind of creepy.
0: Okay, what do you think about this title? It's a two-question title. Is it beautiful? Do I love it?
1: Yes, I like that. It's intriguing.
0: That's a direct quote from Elliot in this episode. I like it. It has your approval? Yeah.
1: It's intriguing. It's not cheesy. That's all I ask. (laughs) I don't ask if it's beautiful or if I love it. I ask. Is it not cheesy?
0: Is it not cheesy? Is it intriguing? Yeah. Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome... Well, what question is this? How many of these have I done? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to question number 14. Is it beautiful? Do I love it? It's my interview with Elliot Blafus.
1: At Black Forest.
0: It's my interview with Elliot Blofus at one of my favorite spots in Minneapolis. Black Forest. Is it the Black Forest Inn?
1: I think it's just Black Forest Inn.
0: Black Forest Inn. It's the best. I almost don't want to tell people. I know. About this one. I love this spot so much.
1: The Black Forest is home to some of the nicest bartenders. Ugh, and just yes. like quirky and intriguing and wonderful,
0: family run for years. People have been
1: there forever. Yeah. Erica, Bridget, Teresa, yeah, and La.
0: La, Tom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty much becoming our Cheers. Where do you live? In the city.
1: Do you have a
2: house? Apartment. On a rent. Rent.
1: What do you do for a living?
2: Lots of things.
1: Where's your
0: office?
2: Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? What's your record for consecutive
3: questions asked? Thirty-eight. <laughs>
2: A my hot shot.
0: I've realized I haven't even mentioned who you are. So people who have jumped into this podcast the past three or four episodes, maybe, Mm. just randomly hear me sitting and talking with some girl.
1: It's not important. I mean, I am important, but it's better to keep it a mystery. Who you are? Yeah.
0: I am joined, as always, at my dining room table with my friend, my wife, my partner in crime. Mm. What other titles would I have for you? What other titles should I have for you? Perhaps your muse. My muse? (laughs) Don't push your luck. Yeah. My grave robber in crime.
1: Oh, right. Yes, I'll play along. A lot of regrets. <laughs>
0: uh, do you want a Guinness?
1: I'm looking for something um, compared to a Budweiser, something that tastes like it's made of more.
0: I have just the beer for you. It's hard to talk and pour. I see that. It's been a long day for me. A lot of work. Uh, you know, I'm so thankful we don't have to deal with sponsors on this podcast. Because if we did, I would have to tell you that Guinness is one of the greatest beers of all time. I would have to tell you that in 1991, the Guinness widget, you know, that little ball that's mm-hmm. on the inside of these uh, Guinness draft cans that I just poured for Sarah and I, that in 1991, that Guinness widget was awarded the Queen's Award for Technological Achievement.
1: Whoa, it's kind of cool.
0: I would have to tell you my opinion that that is a mind-blowing achievement. Mm-hmm. The fact that such an old company has been innovating non-stop ever since they opened in 1759. All right, let's move
1: on. Cheers. Cheers, Hobie. Uh, why does it never get old? I literally can't figure that out. Everything else gets old to me, You'd besides be- tacos and french fries. <laughs> but that's Ta- it.
0: <laughs> tacos, french fries, and Guinness. Yeah. The three of those. Could you have those every day? I feel like you and I could have a Guinness every day.
1: Well, we did in the month of March.
0: I'm not even going to get into the numbers of how many Guinness Guin-I I had, yeah. the plural of Guinness, on St. Patrick's Day. Let's just say I was peeing widgets for two weeks. <laughs> uh, the doctor, I went into the doctor thinking I was passing a kidney stone. But when they did surgery on me, they found out there are just mini widgets being <laughs> blown out my urethra.
1: Oh, oh. So I were see? they able to pass? <laughs> yeah. Were you able to pass I them? A few widgets? <laughs> Am I able to say urethra? No, I'm not going to leave me in this crap. In. Anyways, <laughs> Urethra is the worst word. Similar to... Areola.
0: Oh. Someone's car is getting broken into. Okay. Before we talk about Elliot, I want to talk about another conversation I had this week. I'm trying to experiment with finding out how interactive I can make this podcast. That's why I've got on the website, thecuriouspod.com. I've got an interactive map that you can click on and see where every single one of these interviews took place. If you like an interview or you find something interesting, you can visit it yourself. Uh, that's why I'm trying to, to have people leave questions that we can read in the comment sections on iTunes. Side note on that.
1: We still have some twisted shrub to give away yeah. from last week's episode with Scott Dillon. So yeah. go over to iTunes. Five stars only. Ask me a question or just say something and you can be entered to win. Booyah.
3: Booyah. Sarah did.
1: I Boo. know my words. I know how to use words.
3: <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm trying to be as interactive as possible. So we've got those things. People can win. People can be part of the show. On that line, I've been running into people lately, whether at shows or uh, just out in public. It happened at a coffee shop. Someone came up to me and told me that they've been listening to the podcast and that shared a story with me about how it's impacted them. Something one of the guests said uh, changed the way they think about creativity or they were encouraged, whatever that is. I've had actually a ton of these conversations and people coming up to me. And okay, so I do have a reason for this. One of the greatest limiters of doing something creative is fear.
1: It's one of the greatest inhibitors. Yeah, I think. Well, yes, the greatest.
0: I think one of the strongest ways to solidify that fear that's in the back of our minds in our lives is to actually think that we're alone in the struggles or the way we think about things, right? Mm -hmm. So even though I've been interviewing people on this podcast that... I think are super uh, inspirational or encouraging or just inspiring or just interesting. What I also find interesting is that some people listen to it and they think, well, I i must be the only person that's reacting to this episode the way I am. Mm-hmm. Like we always just find these ways for us to think we're alone in the way we're thinking. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm wondering how we can take it another step further into being interactive conversational how we can make this just a conversation even within the people listening to this podcast. So I think this is one way to do that. So I want to introduce you to someone named Will. Will came up to me this weekend, I just got done playing a set and he came up to me and he was talking about how he was listening to, he was listening to question number four, what can you learn from an international Lego building champion? My interview with Alex Grauman, right? Mm -hmm. I pulled out a microphone and I just asked him a couple questions about his interaction with that episode and what happened to him and his way of thinking? So I'll just share that. Dude, this thing's awesome. So <laughs> just a tiny beautiful. microphone. Love.
3: Okay, what are you working on? I am right working now. on a self-published ebook. Yes. Uh, a basic how-to book.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you, how long has this been in your brain?
3: Uh, this has been in my brain just uh, this this summer, this spring. It okay. came into my head. Yeah. And did you, so this was from the Alex conversation. You yeah. were saying you were listening to Alex talking about. Yeah, he, he said something about, you're not a writer unless you write. And I've never considered myself a writer, but I thought, I have this idea for a book. Yes. So I just need to do it. And that's something else that. Alex said. Alex said, just do it. You just have to start somewhere. Totally. So I took one one moment where I had the enough motivation <laughs> yes. uh, to just start writing. Man, Okay, that's cool, actually, because I've been
0: listening to stuff, and everybody deals with the same thing of
3: you overthink it. Yeah. Like, am I a writer? Completely. Can I write this?
0: Should I be doing this? It's like, no, you just do it first. Like, put it out there. Right. And then, like, review it later. Think about it over. And if it sucks, it sucks. But totally. at least you're trying it. Oh, man, that's so awesome. Okay, so what I'm curious about is... You said it was, this has been in your brain for like a yeah. few months before yeah. that.
3: Yeah. Like, What things did you say to yourself to talk yourself out of it, like uh, sitting down? Why recording? would anyone read this? It's yeah. such a niche market for what I'm yeah. gonna write. Uh, and I've never written anything before. Totally. I had a blog when I first started yeah. college and it sucked no <laughs> nobody read it yeah. and and there was no there was no focus to it either oh uh, that's so okay so then you so you had you talking yourself out then you convinced oh no i'm just going to sit down and do
0: this like what did you what was the self talk to get yourself to the point of did you put it on your calendar to say okay
3: tomorrow morning i'm getting up early i'm writing or did was it just in the moment it was it was kind of in the moment so i had the idea of i just have to sit down and do this and what ended up happening was i was on a bus overnight and i couldn't sleep and it was quiet, and I thought, I'm just going to crank yes. the ideas out for this. Yeah. And then when you started writing it down, did it just come out? I started like, writing it down. I came up with the chapter ideas, and then oh. started writing each chapter. And there's still a little ways out, but yeah, um, ma'am. I've started.
0: Isn't that awesome?
1: Yeah. I think that's a great takeaway is the big thing of you're not the thing you want to be until you just do it.
0: Oh man, I get questions all the time on this podcast. When people ask me questions about this podcast of saying, what What are your goals for? it? Like, what is, what's the success with this or financial goals or anything? And obviously me taking something like this so serious, the business side obviously comes into play. I want to take a quick pause and take a sip of my Guinness, by the way. Anyways, what was I saying? Uh, but after he- okay, anyways, but after hearing that, literally, I'm, I, I think I can say this honestly, like this podcast is super successful because of that, because of those stories, because of that story with Will.
1: That's the whole point of it. That's the whole for point you. of this yeah. is
0: to add value and hopeful, hopefully mental oxygen for people. Man, I love that. That said, if you're listening to this and you see me in public and you have a story about how one of these episodes has encouraged you, I would l- Stop me. I would love to hear your story and uh, hear about how it's impacted you or made you think differently or, or just uh, maybe maybe just inspired you uh, to try something you have been putting off. Anyways, you know Elliot. You've met him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was it just at the Dan gig?
1: Mm, once on the street, like by Keegan's.
0: Oh, yeah. With his girlfriend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, great. Elliot's... We talk about a lot about music in this podcast because Elliot is a prolific guitar player. I mean... Sharing the stage with Kelly Clarkson. If you listen to What Makes Someone an Influencer with Ian Allison a few episodes back, he's toured with Ian. Uh, He's the music director with Eric Hutchinson. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Eric Hutchinson and those guys all travel. Elliot is their music director. But he's not on this podcast because he's a musician. He's on this podcast because he is an artist. If I think of the word artist, I think of Elliot. Like, he's constantly thinking about his craft. His medium just happens to be music and songwriting and performing. I mean, I played with him mm-hmm. at Ice House. What did you think of Elliot when I played with him?
1: I just remember him having, like, great energy and chemistry. And he was playing with people he didn't know that well, I don't think. Yeah, we weren't, we all knew each other. But he looked other. like he'd yeah. been in the band forever.
0: Yeah, that's a great point.
1: And, like, he was having the best day of his life.
0: Yes. And he just. He can he jumps from instrument to instrument and can do anything. He can play it all, and he makes it look so easy. Elliot happened to be in town. I think he was tracking for a new album he talks about in this interview that he's doing, a new project he's doing. We decided to meet up and have this interview as soon as Black Forest opened at 10.30 in the morning. I hadn't eaten anything, and we went straight to Black Forest. We got there. We're like, well, I think we should have a couple beers. <laughs> One beer turned into three on an empty stomach on a Monday morning. Uh,
1: Yes, I do remember that.
0: I think our this conversation is about like forty-five minutes. What I have in here because the other half of it (laughs) was so sloppy. Oh no! (laughs) Half of my just me. It was so we were we were were both just so into it, but my words were so sloppy. I need all the help I can get to enunciate and talk clearly and to use my brain. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Oh. Ooh. But three beers on empty stomach. Three too many. Three too many. Had to walk across the street, go to lose. Get it on me. Uh, Anyways, but before the three beers kicked in, the conversation was awesome. Should I be saying all this? Is this dumb? Is this entertaining?
1: I think it is. All right. Because people have to wonder, like, this guy's always drinking at bars and interviewing people. Does he ever drink too much? Get a little sloppy? The answer is yes.
0: The answer is yes. Uh, But the deal is I'm trying to find the balance because having... An interview or conversation over beers on one hand is awesome. It allows you to, if it's something like a cocktail, like in some of my other episodes, it allows you to have something to think about or talk about or something uh, to be an object of conversation within you. It allows you to let your guard down a little bit or just be a little bit more comfortable maybe. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I think that one drink allows you to be your best self. That sounds bad. (laughs) That does sound bad. But I do think that's why I said one drink. Okay.
0: What is it about a drink? Well, what do you think it is about drink? It's just
1: another way of putting what you just said. It makes you more comfortable. It makes you kind of stop pretending to be the things that you pretend to be and just be your regular self. Would you say- Which is your best self is your true self. Not to get a little complicated.
0: Would you say that your best self is your true self and your true self is yes. drunk? Uh, <laughs> is that what you're saying?
1: No. No, it is not.
0: Would you say that your best self is your true self, and your true self is drinking Guinness?
1: Yes. Take that as you will.
0: Let's get to the non-tipsy section of my interview with Elliot at the Black Forest Inn. This guy's awesome. Let's get back to our Guinness.
1: Mm. This Guinness tastes like mother's milk.
0: Weak.
2: My dad has this conversion van that yeah. he works in uh, national parks mm-hmm. and he'll like work as a trail mapper or something really? and yeah he'll go out and find out like where people would get lost and goes yes. and like and then he sometimes gets lost but um, Th- goes and puts, yeah and so he lives in this that's van cool. so me and my lady borrowed the, his van and we went up and then instead of going up the main highway 94 we took the little the old highway that used to run um, on highway 10 yeah, Yep, which is great because there's just Super all these scenic. like Found a little fish market, yes. and got like some smoked salmon and yeah. like all this. Yeah, it's more that. old churches and yeah, that's yeah. sweet. It's beautiful. The, the and then road you're just up there traveled. for a few days. It's the best.
0: That's a bucket list for me of oh. doing like going across the U.S., renting something like that, or uh, that or Iceland, doing that maybe over in Iceland. Oh man, you can
2: get over there so cheap right now too. My yeah. my girl just came back from there. Okay. I think we all have it, or I know we all have it in our family. Um okay. I got on the road a different way. But then my dad, uh, my dad used to have a blue school bus in the '70s, and then now my brother has a blue school bus, not the same one that yeah. he converted. So my brother <laughs> lives in a blue school bus at the foothills of the mountains in Bozeman. What? Yeah. That's
0: so badass. Yeah,
2: he works out oh, there. Oh man. And uh, like full time, yep, full time. Yep, in he the bus. lives. Yep, full time. He's got. Oh, cool. Rainwater catch and he filters the water up and pumps it and like. Really. He's, oh, he's a dude for sure. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, he's my hero.
0: Man, when we chatted before, it's interesting you say talking about getting on the road with mm-hmm. the family, like it's inside of you, because music. When we talked about music, that seems to be a
2: family thing too, right? i mean i feel like it's different for everyone for me it is yeah Um, within your family yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. for you yes for sure yeah my dad my dad uh musician plays and yeah
0: man so you feel like that like the going on the road like the open road traveling seeing something new like that adventure is like part of your family like in your blood it is
2: yeah it is my um my mom works very hard and is very career driven and so she's she's around she's around more i think i got more of that from my dad though my mom has that too and we like to go explore and yeah but yeah i um but who who knows where i mean it's like a roll of the dice what is it you get like seven out of eleven chromosomes or out of 15 or something and the rest are just like rolling the dice (laughs) totally which is why why sometimes you're more like uncle tony than you are your own dad or something you know
0: yeah man that is funny yeah the, so, like, music going on the road for you, was that a goal or just happened or
2: you just needed to go do? We, so my mom came from um, a family that, you know, their their parents were very poor and they grew up middle class and so college was important. It was, it was kind of that, at, you know, after the war, people came back yeah. like, to the war, it's like it's important to rebuild and yeah. college and um and so it was big for my mom who put herself through college and... Yeah. and it was big for her to do that and my dad, I, they understood that I love music and they supported yeah. me yeah. always forever but yeah. there was <clears throat> there was this time when I got uh, the admissions people got something wrong but I got a music scholarship like full ride music scholarship to Luther in Iowa and I was okay. like oh alright yeah, like cool I had some friends going there sweet and then like two days later I got Another letter that said I didn't get in because of my grades, and I was like, "Well, I think they should
0: <laughs> either, either want me in, and you're gonna pay for all of it, or, or not, <laughs> or not." And
2: it looks like not. Yeah,
0: totally. hey, if you can get in, by the way, we're gonna pay for all of it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, so, but you didn't get in. Quick, I did not get in. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, remind me where we are. I'm gonna c- quick side story. Oh yeah. Flash forward. To give me the seven, side story. Seven years later. Yep. I'm playing at Luther college with Eric Hutchinson and we go out to have pizza after and who's at the table next to us but like a bunch of the admissions people and I tell them that story and then they came up to me at the end and they were like if you'd like to come to Luther we'd really love to have you (laughs) and do some you know work with the staff and all this and I was like a little too little too late on <laughs> yeah, <that. totally. laughs> but my grades were horrible yeah so what are they
0: asking you to to like if you want to come back and get your college degree or are they talking about helping teach teachers i think kind of it? both <laughs> but so like get a degree <laughs> and
2: kind of work there and yeah that's hilarious and i was and it so that felt good a little bit so being
0: uh when you played there was it like were you cool about it i could see you being cool about it but then also i would want to be like yeah this is a big middle finger to you I, College. It
2: just, it just You're felt, just... it felt validating. Yeah. It felt okay. like I'm in a, I'm, I'm on a right path, and, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff I would have learned. Maybe I would have been better at bebop or something if I'd gone to school. But there's a lot of, you know, the the old mm-hmm. hard school hard knocks.
0: Man, because that's your deal. Your deal is the school of hard knocks. It seems like I mean we haven't really hung out a ton, but I've got from getting to chat with you. That's oh, like Oh, well,
2: I appreciate your that. Your deal I'm is like from the suburbs. <laughs> no, but I <laughs> but sick. I I so I didn't get in into that school and then another school and then and then right in like the same week, the Johnny Home band who's a a Midwestern like yep. legend, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. He's been on the oh, road yeah. since 68. Still yeah, and they still do like 220 shows a year. Man, craziness. And I grew up with his daughters, and he was kind of grooming me, I think. And he, I would play with him, you know, when I was 13. He would take me on the road a little. Yeah. And so, at the same time, I didn't get any of these schools. He yeah. asked me to come on the road at 17. And. How did you meet him? Uh, I went to school with his daughters.
0: Okay, so yep. you're like in high school. Yeah. With his this guy's daughter. Yep. yep.
2: And he would. He would he would show up in the parking lot with the band van with all these like seasoned pros like 45, 50 year old guys he'd show up in my driveway I was like 14 it'd be a Wednesday night at like 8.30 and he'd like honk the horn and I'd like look at my mom and she'd be like go with Johnny like go get your amp just go for it and I felt like the biggest rock star we were sitting there after like old school clubs where they sit and like make a roast beef dinner you Mm -hmm. know like owner of the club's <laughs> wife comes out and you sit after and everyone eats yes and i was sitting there talking to a guy who saw the almond brothers and i was just like oh well this is it like this is yeah this is i've the, made it this is it yeah. i'm at the jungle in owatana eating roast yep. beef at 2 30 in the morning yes, and totally. i'm now i'm a minute yeah and i think at 17 i was like man like i'm gonna go on the road like. I worship these guys. I I saw them when I was like 12 years old. My mom or dad, my dad used to 10 bar at the gas lamp lounge in Fargo and Johnny, like it's like built into the like Midwestern thing here. And, and, uh, and so I was like, man, if if I can go do this and like not have to go to college, are you kidding me? (sighs) Like, and get to play music. And then from that I saw, so my mom, I remember, so I came home from school there had been, like, one day since I got the offer, and my, my just initially, my mom was, like, you know, heartbroken. You really? Know? Well, just th- from the college angle and, and okay, from that, yeah. you know. Because
0: that's what you do. Like, that in order to be, I mean, I don't know. I just guess parents want the best for you. Of course. And that is stability. Like, you of go course. to college after you graduate high school. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I don't think, um, I mean how could she have known yeah. not being in that field that maybe that would be better than going to school for me in some ways now i do think i missed out on a lot of stuff but yeah man um i i went on the road and i went and played all the colleges that my buddies were at school at so i kind of <laughs> yes. felt like i was like getting the best part yes. of the college yeah and uh no, it's just it. it That's was, so good. Uh, yeah, it I was, love that. It was fun. I'd go and like stay with them <laughs> in their dorm, and then I'd wake up and be like, "All right, see you later." And grab my yeah. guitar. Yep. I just felt it. Just yeah. felt like the coolest. Yeah. And, but yeah, it was a. It's pure love. It's like my dad showing me yeah. I, Irish traditional, you know, finger picking songs on the guitar, and I'm sitting in the floor of my room watching him. Like he has the keys yes. to. Magic. He's. Yes. He's. I'm watching doves come out of his shirt. You know, like <laughs>
3: yeah. that's it. Yeah.
2: And then it's. <clears throat> and then it's. Um. You have all these flash moments. I feel like realize, realization moments or something. Yeah, and then it sparks something, and you're like, totally. oh my God, this can happen, you yeah can, like okay, so
0: tell, me, like, tell me yes, okay, so tell me about a flash moment for you outside yeah. of your dad playing the Irish music, yeah, like is there another one that stands out to you that was like it was, this is an option
2: right well it was it was that my dad was my dad always loved the blues, okay. but he was more like crosby stills okay, yeah, and he like my mom loved black music and gave me those records, yeah. my dad was like Simon Garfunkel Garfunkel. like yeah. um songwriters oh yeah, and, well, yeah and, totally you know yep. traditional folk more, yep. sometimes more folky stuff well hey mr tambourine man in there come on come on y'all <laughs> come on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, so um it was acoustic so guitars blues, yep. it was acoustic guitars man. always and then yeah. we were i was started playing at eight and i think i was 10 and he we was like we were finishing dinner and he was like Saw this ad on PBS for a John Fogarty concert on yeah. on PBS that night. He was like, "Oh, this is a guy from CCR. Like, you gotta, yes. you gotta watch this." And
0: I miss those things. Think days. that, yeah. Which,
2: by the way, we gotta yeah. we
0: gotta pencil it down because you yeah. gotta have the TV on and at a certain yeah, time. Yeah,
2: we'll all have to be in the living room. Yep. At six thirty yep. to watch it.
0: <laughs> hey, dibs. Six thirty. What's up, everyone.
2: Dibs middle seat couch. <laughs> yeah,
0: middle seat couch. <laughs> okay, so it's like we, we gotta check this out it's on watch, PBS. We gotta yeah. watch this. And, <laughs> yeah.
2: And I watched, and it was just that moment that everyone has and I was just like I was like okay so this you can do this like electric guitar like holy shit Kenny Aronoff he was like drum cam yes and and uh, I think that because his stuff is so accessible it's so like just like the most greasy simple meat and potatoes like rock like da na 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 Yeah. so I could grab it so quick and then his solos are also melodic and it just had this this bigness you know this yeah. it was yeah, huge yeah. to something that i didn't wasn't totally getting in the with the two mm-hmm. acoustics in the room yeah. and and when you're a kid everyone wants to get all the yeah. pedals and all the drums and yeah. all the you know totally. and you play all the notes yeah and then how many learn. drums
0: can i fit on this drum rack yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i bet yeah. i could get one more <laughs> I bet. but then you have to learn to unplay the notes and all yeah, that stuff man. and that's never i don't feel like i've learned too much but i've learned a little more than i used to know okay. To how to unplay, yeah. is that what you're saying? Yeah. How to unplay. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
3: Totally.
2: And it still happens, man. I just had another one in Memphis. Yeah. You know, and Memphis has so much heart and I went to the Civil Rights Museum and yeah. it broke me down and then that night I went and saw blues. And it's just I don't know. It's it's I had another moment. I was just like, Oh right. Like it's about like crying and about yeah. laughing and about you know Yeah about digging into whatever you're doing as hard, as deep as you can go. And whether that's, like, taking care of the elderly or whatever, like, you can go as deep on that as you want to. You know? You can... Obviously, that is much more noble than slinging guitars <laughs> around the country. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant whatever. I, yeah, yeah. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, whatever I'm not saying it is. It's, it's just not like, just a music thing. Right. Yeah. And I feel like oh, man,
3: it's yes. a de- it's
2: a depth of blues as a depth. It's also the roots of that. But a lot of people identify with certain types of music that for sure. pulled more of that out. And everyone wants candy. Like I want a little Katy Perry in my life, but yeah. like. You can only have so much candy before you need, you know, <laughs> totally. got to go back.
0: You need some depth, and you need some meat. Yeah, yeah. The
2: potatoes, because I'm Irish. Oh yeah, aren't you?
0: Uh, Welsh. Okay. But I love Irish. Okay. Stuff, yeah. Talk about you talk about the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Of music, I mean, you're all about. Melody seems to be a big thing. You is that like a yes, big,
2: it's huge, yeah. You? It's big, and I've recently discovered something about myself is that I am more drawn to music, though it's always been about both. But there is a little scale that's a little bit higher on the music side, the where that that's just initially what I'm drawn to, like a Brian Wilson melody or something, okay? Yeah, but recently I've been. Cause I like I, I have a friend who's a wonderful writer, mm-hmm. incredible writer, and uh, he, he writes other things, essays and novelists and stuff. Yeah. But he works at the paper. But he is he's just he has that more so. I was always yeah. into poetry in high school. Okay. And so I would write poetry. Okay. And I but recently I've been enthralled with like like people who write screenplays and yes. and playwrights and and television show writers but it's all just story it's all story you know and it's it has to be something real and i've been writing with all these incredible songwriters and i just worked with this incredible producer that i was like ad-lib ad-libbing at the end of the song yeah and i was just like you know go ah, in, in on some stuff yeah and i've never done that on ad-libs you know really? when you're songwriting yes. you're looking at it so deep but i was ad-libbing and I'd be like amazing, and he was like, yeah. "What's amazing? What's amazing? Is it amazing? Is she amazing? Like yeah. everything, because it has to have a root, yes. you know?
0: And like diving into the story of what you're saying.
2: What are this. you saying? What that are you? That is so brilliant. It's the hardest thing is what, and it's not even in writing; it's in life. It's yeah. like, what are you saying? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you? What is it? What is it actually about?
3: Yeah.
2: You know? And that's yeah. that's why the the artists I'm so grateful that I came out with that roll of the dice the the chromosome roll of the dice totally to be an artist because I think they're the most incredible people in the world and I I think that they have they know secrets that some people don't about the world about truths about
0: are you saying are you saying that like with uh, not just musical artists no I'm just any artists I'm saying
2: any artists of any medium and an artist could be,
0: yeah, a, a someone writer, who writer. Ca- catches fish, whatever, yeah. you know. Man, there is. You some, figure something there's out. There's really something to that, I think. Whatever it is, I love that you just said an artist could be someone that fishes. But it's and these he is people, the people, whatever. Damn, the,
2: fish, dude ties his lines. Yes. Ties. His, I mean, it's.
0: Yes. Catches
2: flies to tie them to. Ca- to he knows yep. the seasons. I mean. It's,
0: yeah, man. He's an artist. There's, and there's something about you see someone and you see their work whatever they're focusing on. And it's kind of like you get a glimpse behind the veil of, I don't, of life or something. Like this person sees beyond what everybody else is saying. And you get like, okay, you need to do this. If you dive a little bit deeper, yeah. if you do this with the music, if you do yeah. this with a word, it can
2: trigger these emotions. And that, and how powerful, man, how powerful to feel like to hear Holland Wolf sing and a chill goes up your spine yes or like, A Paul Simon lyric about a mother and a a, you know child, or that perfect breakup song, or the perfect love, and these are just songs. But I mean, I feel like I feel bad for sculptors and things because I feel like that stuff is so imbalanced in popular culture. Painters, you know, they have their own culture. But like I said, everyone wants a little candy. I don't know, but music is music is special, and I think music is tied into the fabric of. Of the beginning of life, and I think that rhythm, like how we think of melody, and how we think of rhythm, like do you think of a bird as singing a melody? N- mm. Maybe not, but they are. Oh yeah! Like, is it's music because it's all, like, For the, sure. the fountain behind us is making a rhythm. Like yes. it's all,
0: yes, rhythm. Totally. It's, you know, yeah. And
2: it's, it's the fabric of life. You know, so it's. I think it is built into us. Yeah. Man, it is like. My mom just showed me this thing where this guy is uh, essentially catatonic in a uh, nursing museum. He has complete dementia. And She's not there at not all. Not there. And they say they found out from their great-granddaughter great-grand- grand- or yeah. something what his favorite music was or something. And they put it I said, we're going to put these headphones on. It's all right. And they put the headphones on and he starts moving and smiling and laughing I mean he's in, he's like comatose and he starts moving and then they ask him questions and he remembers about his family He remember he starts saying Cab Calloway in 1926 and he starts singing the words and he starts talking man. about like his mother's name and I mean it's it's the most powerful shit in the world you know yeah. that's the most powerful
0: man I am convinced at least for me it's like music and smells Like, between the two of those things, nothing makes me go back into a moment and I can picture the room I was in when I first smelled it or
2: whatever it is. It's incredible. You just... Like a trigger.
0: It totally triggers. It pulls something. Which is so interesting that you're talking about the artistry and seeing beyond and, like, someone that sees, like, really life for what it is. Or they're, like, secret holders. Yeah. Because... It's almost like all the
2: triggering. Or secret sharers. Or secret
0: sharers, yes. Or, or, oh, man, it's so good. Yeah. Man, like the, it. you talk about it, it triggering something within you. Mm-hmm. Like the, for me, the smells do that all the time. Of like, oh, it's just hidden within me. This memory is totally comatose in the back yeah. of my head that just snaps forward. Same yeah. with the music. A song just snaps you right back to that. Incredible. That feeling,
2: yeah. I have one right now from this smell out here. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Like the wood.
2: Yeah. I get... That's great. It's something snaps you back, man.
0: Um, I like this thought that you're talking about with artistry. You're talking about being an artist, and then also not getting into it uh, for the fame, or for whatever, where it could lead, because you don't know. Earlier you said you don't know what one thing, who you're going to meet, where it's going to take yeah, you. Yeah,
2: I had no idea.
0: Totally. So I'm, this is, this, I totally relate to that, because who knows what will happen with this, if podcasting will fizzle out. I can't be... Hoping that this is like a ticket to anything. Ask
2: me for the love of just. Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. And I'll say this right now that I'm um, I'm at a point where I'm I'm working with a producer for the first time, uh, a great producer. Yeah. And um, or I just did for the first day, and I'm at a point where I'm going to put out the most. Commercial record that I have yeah. and something to have the most shot, yeah, and it's like you know could be could be radio yeah you know and, Super and whatever. accessible yeah, yeah and I'm really and I'm really excited about that totally and and I'm starting to be at a point where I'm not just putting this out on my own, I yeah. might need to find an investor or get yeah. a lo- get a loan or something, and so like I'm at a point where I was thinking about it today where I was like, all right, this is what people talk about like if this doesn't make money it's gonna it's gonna be tough like it will be a big hit i'll be paying for a while figure it out yeah but i gotta this is like, this how this a risk I, it's a risk it's yeah. the first like big risk and because other stuff like if it if it flopped or i made records they didn't sell like I'd still be fine, you know? Yeah. And I still you're will right now. you playing for someone
0: else. You're playing... You do a ton with other people. Yeah. If their stuff doesn't happen, you have your eggs in a lot right, of... Right. ...different baskets, yeah. And
2: I'm taking those eggs away of those yeah. other things. So I'm at a point where I have to think about money, which I, I don't like to do, and I've I've been able to support myself as a musician since I was 17, and yeah. I'm grateful to ha- come from a family that you know could give me clothes and good childhood and yeah but um so i was given the tools you know they were able to buy me a guitar so i'm coming at this yep. this point where it's it's i have to think about bigger money to to try and get it oh yeah to totally. a certain place you looking at investors yeah, oh, yeah yeah for sure and but at the same point i have to do it and forget about it because i'm not looking at any dollar signs it still has to all be from that place so that 17 year old elliot yeah I have to have that same natural bliss for it while now looking at like this record, selling this record is a sandwich, you know, like, and it, and it's not that tough. I'm not sleeping on the streets, but like, but you know, if this is my, my bread and butter, that's how you have to look at it.
0: Yeah. Man, I, am recently in the middle of a book that's changing. I'm trying to rewire because it sounds like you're in the same spot, like rewire the way I think about money because for so long for me, it's been like, well, it's not about the money. Like, it's not about money, it's about the art. Yeah. But I've been reading this book that's like, well, yes, it's true. And you don't want to be doing it for the money. But at the same time, like, money is just another tool. Just like this keyboard is another tool. Oh, that's interesting. And they're, they're, her whole point is saying, like, like if you're, like, a a, a great vintage Rhodes. I, I like gear, but I've been having a pushback on gear. Because everybody's about, like, getting the new hip trendy thing. Like, what's cool? If you get something because it's cool and it's a trendy thing to get, then that's like, that's awful. That's chasing down the wrong path. But if you realize and you hear, like, man, this 78 roads or whatever it is yeah. has such a pure sound, and the sound, it's still about the gear is now a tool. It's not the object of your creation, but you still are acknowledging the tool it has for your life and your arts. I love that. Yeah, I don't. I love that because I don't know if you grew up the same way. I'm like money is money's evil. You shouldn't. It's evil, and my parents never wanted to talk to us about money because it's just we, something that you should just ignore. At least for me, but
2: yeah, we never we never talked money. Like I don't know how much money my parents have. I've never have. Yeah. I mean, I know they're doing fine. Yeah. Like my dad's retired. My mom's still working. Um, but just to touch on that for a second, man. Oh yeah, for sure. There's, I I feel like I continue to have revelations as many aff- afflictions as my brain has and no. tortures itself no. i feel like every once in a while i come upon something that makes me really happy and i feel like that i am uncovering something at least for me anyway my question is is it beautiful do Within i love do i yourself. love it okay. like if if there's two if there's two if i'm going to buy two shirts and i don't buy a lot of shirts but do i love it like if if i'm making a choice on a record like do i do I love it. If I want to go eat this, and I I try, I'm not fully there, but I want that to be the question. I mean, for like artistic choices, Man,
3: that is so but
2: awesome. Like <laughs> petals, just like what you were yeah. saying. Like, is it like, beautiful? Sure, Do I, I love it? I could get this one. Yeah. I could get this one and this one, but like find one that you fucking love. Yes, and get that one instead of yes. getting three or like. And I'm also trying to recognize what I love in my life and pursue those things because I just get stuck in music I do only that and oh, yeah. so I try to spread myself out and see some other stuff yeah. and
0: that's so awesome
2: <laughs> well I know that I'm also not yeah. naturally that way That okay. um Eric Hutchinson who I play with yeah he's he's really great oh, yeah. I love one yes please. could I get
0: a uh, Hawker light
2: thank you thank you
0: uh, Eric Hutchinson he he, said he's um, really great
2: he's really he's really great in one aspect, or many aspects of, of him, he's one of my best friends, but one aspect I really appreciate, and that's, he's like, oh, I've started, you know, I've started to dig tennis, and he'll be like, him and his wife, like, we should go see the French Open or something, or like, I don't know, I just feel like things come to me more than sometimes I seek them out, and then if they do, I'm like, oh, that was fun, and it passes me by, you know, like a leaf in the river and I should hone on that a little bit more and say if I'm into all these chef shows maybe I'll go find some Michelin rated place and you know book a table for 2020 and you know like Um, yes get into something that is beautiful and makes me that I love totally you know
0: dude this is so big for me right now that you're saying this because you're putting words to something super abstract that I've like I've had in my mind but I don't know how to put words to it yeah uh, and
2: Oh yes, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. For those of you listening, this is the lovely waitress. Thank you. Coming by.
0: Thank you. Too handsome, man. Yeah. Um, Dude, you're putting words to this, and this thought is, there's an e-break. There's a mental e-break, I think, I want to say, to life. Um, that I've had pulled on. And you can still move forward with an e-break on, but you're gonna be doing more work. If you put that e-break down, work. if you put that mental e-break down, oh, things man. open up. And it's exactly L- what you said, I, I like
2: that analogy.
0: Man, it's just coming to me right now. It, uh, it's Maybe it's because uh, it's, a, it's 10.30 or 11.30 and I haven't had food today yet and we're having some beers. But beers are good. Beers are good. So man, Gross. here's the deal. So here's my mental e-break. Uh, Please. The e-break, for me is what you're saying that I just hold on to stuff too tight or I try to force things in life, man. That's my deal. Music has been that way. I'm like, I want to be a bass player. And so I'm, I'm going to push and like force and stuff like that. Instead of being like, I'm going to try to like network all this stuff. Instead of being like, man, why don't you just like let go and like hold on to the things that come to you that are beautiful and know that like beautiful things that you love are going to keep coming to you. And you can keep experimenting, experiencing them, and pursue I don't, them. Yeah, I'm wording it horribly because you worded it perfectly. No. But that fact of like not forcing something, man, like letting, being I, open I'm, to things. I'm
2: totally. I'm so there. Oh. And and yes. But is it? Isn't it always grass is greener? Because like yeah. I wish I had more, a little more hustle and a little more drive and networking and stuff. So I feel like everyone you're all just dealing with your own weaknesses and strengths yeah man and and figuring out how to balance them into some middle of the road where you can take that e-brake off man which is an awesome way of saying it because like the the image of like wearing a brake pad down and just scraping like yes you've done that and you're in a car and you're like oh shit and (laughs) and then you're flying you know and then you're
0: just like putting no gas on you're just cruising dude and just well, that's find, a maybe it's different for beautiful beautiful metaphor. Man, maybe that's and it's different for every I like your thought of it's different for everybody cuz cuz right. Because your side of it is like my side looking at you is like, "Oh man, you are just like you're such an artist to me." And where it's you are so naturally like you pick up an instrument, whatever you do, you are it's just pure your yeah. your approach to things. Um, Whereas sometimes I feel like, I don't get it. So I got to just like maybe working harder instead of... Yeah. Instead of like let it speak to you. Like not don't work at it, but maybe you should just...
2: Let it be. Let it be. Like the leaf in the the river, Mm. right?
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: There's a a word that's been on my mind a lot lately that is uh, present. I've been trying to be present, you know? And I like that a lot. Instead of like... You know my girl, my girl and I, and it's the same thing. It's why I go camping to reset. And my my lady is um, um she's she's great with like social media stuff. She's like yeah. does marketing. She's like a brand ambassador. Like she's just okay. great. But it doesn't consume her, you know. But yes. she's but then yeah. we we came back from camping and she was like. We we drove for an hour back towards the cities and she said I. It's already coming back to me, like the the fear of Mm. like what I'm gonna have to do, and like
3: fear of of like doing
2: of of. She's like, I have 40 text messages, which is a blessed thing to have. You have friends. There's people that care about you, you know. And she was like, but most of them are so meaningless. It's just all these things that you deal with.
0: Yeah, just letting it be. Right. Your thought of I I'm for what you're saying makes me totally relate to that because Sarah and I love traveling there's no weirder thing in my life that I've noticed other than when I come the drive from the airport home or from like maybe we're camping or we're at our parents place the drive home is the hardest place for me to be present with Sarah because right. and I've realized yeah you're present stuff yeah, because yeah I've realized as I'm driving back to my life, I can almost physically feel like yeah. all the things I gotta get done, I gotta do, I need to be focusing on, like coming back and it's like settling on right. your shoulders again.
2: How do we parcel that out? How do we like, how do you take those things, how do you take them yeah. apart? You know, how do you eat an elephant? That's a good, po-
0: okay, so let me ask you this. Okay, so being present, that makes me think of, I've been getting into meditation a lot lately. Great. I've been and, uh, having a practice in the mornings and something I've been realizing is to not, when a thought comes to you not to hold on to it and like like focus on it and I shouldn't think about this but let it like recognize it in the moment and let it be so it's all about your present thing is all about being in the moment Mm -hmm. and the only way to recognize the need to be present is to recognize it in the moment so are there any wow there's a shitty way of describing this question but really like are there any tools you have when you recognize that you're not in the moment that you or things you say to yourself there to bring was, you back to the moment,
2: there was a little book. It's funny. I, I, I feel like I'm always quoting books I didn't finish. <laughs> Dude, I've got about a hundred books.
0: Like Bookmarks in every one yeah. of those. I'm like the first half of this book changed my life. <laughs> yeah.
2: What's the rest? I never finished it. <laughs> because it was so life changing yes. that I didn't need to finish. No. So, so, <laughs> so uh, there was okay, this book yeah, yeah. Eric told me. Yeah, um, yeah. It was called. It's and this is this probably like. 20 pages. Yeah, Like, yeah, I'm yeah. serious. Okay. It's, I believe it's called Everyday Practices in Modern Meditation or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay, like, I've heard about that. It's yeah. like a little pocketbook. Yeah. It was just a lot of stuff like stop, close your eyes, what do you smell? Yeah. What do you hear? What does it feel like? What is the temperature? What is... What are you really looking at? What are you... It's just like a it's just like a like a lot of meditation. It's just a but it's I mean it was I mean that's what it all is. I've I love Taoism. I've read a lot of Eastern stuff. Yeah. But um I I think that I don't know, it's just it was just worded they they found a way to word it for this generation in this country or something. You know, it's
3: yeah.
2: Or not everyone, but it's just it just it It was totally resonated. It was just a nice little You know, it also can be kind of daunting to pick up, like, the Tao Te Ching, you know, as opposed to, like, yeah, grab, let me grab this yeah. book and just be like, okay, I'm cool. Like, I can I'm read a couple
0: a, pages Yeah, today. I'm here,
2: I'm on a bus, it yep. smells like the bus, I see yep. people, like, um, yeah, yeah, I think. So,
0: is that something, do you, is that, like, a practice of yours, you said, um, like, being in the moment of, okay, what am I feeling? Do you, like, try to remind well, yourself that? Like, what do I sense right now? I had I, a
2: really cool class in high school that I don't even remember what it was called, but it was taught by this guy named David St. Germain, who was very cool guy, very out there, very yeah. kind of like hippie, but he, I feel like him and I would be buddies. Yeah. Now, we were buddies back then, but he was my teacher. And it was this class that was like, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was like learning styles. We learned about learning styles, yeah. about a lot of like things. We learned about uh, communication and conversation. Mm-hmm and then it was like peer planning so if someone if someone did something bad then you they would be like they would be like you could you can go to detention after school for an hour or you can go get peer planned which is like you just sit down with one of your peers and they ask you like 30 questions on like what happened and just like impact statements so it was like when you when you shoved Todd's head in the urinal, <laughs> what were you trying to achieve by that? Yeah, you know. And at first, like everyone's like, "Oh fuck this!" and they and this everyone so, chooses yeah, that, like so yeah, stupid. you know. It's ten attention. minutes with yeah. Elliot, like sure. Yeah. And something like more often than not, like strange would happen. Like even though, even still though, they were just go. They were just going through the motions. Like you're asking like thirty questions about one incident, and then something would happen. Were you on the question-asking side, or were you on the a other I was a peer side? planner. So you were so a peer planner. So I peer planned people who were bad, even though I did bad shit, too, <laughs> and had to get peer planned <laughs> by my other peer peer planners. <laughs> so
0: Just a bunch of peer planners planning the shit out of they, A bunch of other peer, peer planners. They, they, yeah. And they were, and yeah. we did.
2: But, okay, so what I learned, one thing I learned from that class that I remembered was don't rehearse... Like listen to someone, don't rehearse what you're going to say. And I feel like, I feel like that is, I feel like that right now, I f- the, the physical manifestation of that is mm. people texting while you're talking to them or, yes. or doing things, which I'm guilty of, which we're all guilty of, yes. but it's like, like I could not be less present than you looking at me and me being like, Oh yeah. Uh. yeah. And like my, my best buddy, I don't do it to everybody, but like yeah. my best buddy, he'll oh, do it yeah. and I'll be like, dude, hey I mean, yeah. stop. <laughs> totally call him out. Look, look yeah. at me. Yeah. You know, like Yeah. Cause it's yes. you know, that's it's the it's the same as like it just says I wanna be elsewhere. I don't wanna be here. Oh uh, and, and that's the same thing as rehearsing or thinking about something else. So when I do that, I'll just say stop I just think of like stop sign and just stop and I'll yeah. I'll say like listen, you know.
0: Totally. It's not, like but, music, not, it's not like music when I'm like, yeah. when I
2: start to be like, oh, this is cool, I'm a yeah, cool yeah, guy. Yeah, totally. And it's like, stop, listen to people. Like, you're not yeah, a cool man. guy.
0: Oh, man, that's so heavy that you said that. The thought of, um, I can just relate the thought of not rehearsing something, just listening. For me, I th- I think that's obvious in music connotations but for me I just relate to that podcast wise with people
2: right I, I was like, just rehearsing something as I was listening to oh <laughs> totally I do that too
0: like thinking I'm, it's just, it's well I'm trying happen, to make yeah. a
2: marker because we're having an interview oh, yeah, totally. so yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, want it. well it's, it's just a conversation yeah
0: yeah but the, anyways I just relate to that dude. yeah because you yeah. do it it's so natural the biggest gift of these podcasts is the fact it's the fact that I can sit here and both our phones are off
2: it, you know yeah like, we just get to have an, an intentional
0: intentional Conversation being present.
2: Hey man, if you have to bring a couple mics out for that to happen, you might Seriously? have to do that everywhere. Man,
0: I'm convinced everybody. never turn is them better. on. Yeah, they, I haven't been recording. This is just <laughs> I, think I got suckered you. Right. I will check, make sure this is. Rec- All right, we're good. Okay, <laughs> we're okay, recording. What's actually yeah, happening. We are actually. No, um, we yeah, made the side note. you were putting a marker in something. What were you gonna say? Um,
2: oh, I think it was about side notes and markers. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah. It was, no, just it was about that.
2: It was. I try to do that too. Um, because there might be something that sparks it, but I'll just say, like, like underpants or whatever. Yeah. Like, you just one word, and yeah. then I'll keep listening. But also listening... Dude, you... There you go. I'm
0: holding up a notebook. Yeah. The fact that I, like, in these interviews I've learned, just, like, I have to just write one word so and that then, I can so, put it aside. Tra- I will come back train to train it later. Yep. yep.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I also feel like listening to someone yeah. might alter what you were going to say earlier. Like... Listen and let it let it go all the way through. Listen the whole way through, you know?
0: Hell yes, Hell's dude. yes. Man, I think about... That is my biggest... Okay.
2: <laughs> I love you, dude. So.
0: Dude, that's my downfall musically. Okay, here's a big struggle I have musically. Mm-hmm. Um, picture yourself, you're in a moment, and you're about to either take like a solo or a part's coming up. Say you're at the end of a, uh, a verse... And you're going to go in, and you instantly know, oh, man, I'm going to go to this line, this shape that I love, and it's going to sound awesome at this. Yeah, I'm going to work it. And someone else plays something, or maybe I hear you as a bass player. I see you're going into something, and yes. you're going to play a piece on your guitar, which I know, okay, we're both going for something. I can either go, like, put my foot down and still go for what I was going for, or I can, like, back off a little bit and let it be in the moment. And my flaw is, like be open to if you hear something else and that impacts you in the moment.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. You got to wait, you got to, you got to wait for it, but still jump off the cliff. Totally. Yeah. Like you have to, got to be open to changing something and, yeah, and uh, uh, adapt. You got to be open to, to
0: changing something.
2: Yeah. That's cool. Adapt or die, right? Yeah, man. Which I, I try to think of like in this modern Age as I'm trying to be a musician and have this old phone that a lot of people, I believe there's probably some some stubborn pride in there somewhere yeah. about the old days or something I don't know not the old days. It's I could go on and on. I think it distra- I think new phones distract and take away and things. Yeah. but they're also wonderful tools for doing things like you said, networking and stuff, yeah. which is how you got to where you are, which is why you and I are sitting out here right now in this yeah. beautiful patio. I try to think of it as not as much as I don't think I'm justifying it when I'm saying that I still want to adapt I mean I got Facebook for God's sakes like I'm trying to do something yeah man I just don't it's just not what a world I really believe in that there's a lot I'd rather be like in that van with my girl but I want to exist in this world so I have to adapt or die you know and and I think that I'm at a point where there's just, there's just things that I, I have to get over my own damn pride. And I'm a Taurus and I'm a bull. So, like, yeah. you know, I try to recognize that and get over it.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's working for you. Like, you're... I, we, we live in a world at the same time where you feel like you you got to connect and network on Instagram and social media and all this crap. But at the same time, you are also traveling and doing more music than a lot of people I know.
2: Well, so it's like this balance
0: you. of like well, you're and you're doing cooler stuff and you're, it's like maybe that's the balance. How do you find that balance? I have no idea.
2: I mean, I I have a computer, I have an iPad, and I I check it. I can check my email when I get home. Granted, some things move a little slower, but I just that's where my stubbornness comes in. I don't believe that it, it all has to move that fast. Yeah. And I'm maybe I'm missing out on on some things career wise. But I'm winning on a, a human connection level, you know? Yeah, dude. And, and when people are looking down, I'm looking up sometimes. I often find that I'm the only person, like, looking at people <laughs> yeah, sitting totally. in a place. Totally. And I'm guilty of it, too. I have texting all day in yeah. the stupid world. That's my trying to compromise. Okay. I mean, I really, I, like, the, the dream yeah. is, like... Get to a point where I could have a ma- have management and have, yeah. uh, you know, a, a couple people help me with this stuff, yep. do some socials, and, like, even get rid of this. Like, yeah. landline. Like, go back or nothing. they? Totally. Like, there are people that are really, really good at what they do. Like, my roommate is, he's a renaissance man. He's good at a lot of different things. Mixing and, you know, engineer, all this stuff. But... Management and just kind of like being on it and like he loves to do that and he's great at it and like I Love to do other things and I have different skill sets So if I can find them and they can let me be me, you know, and and but it's not even like I'm Dude, here's what it is. Are you ready for what it is? Tell me what it is. I'm gonna
0: break this down. Here's what it is It's coming back to Everything you're saying right now internally in me is coming back to is it beautiful? Do I love it? And not judging or judging yourself or other people if what they think is beautiful and they love yeah. and not judging yourself. Yeah. So for you, like it's like that social media thing, that game, right. That, right. that the deal, the hustle is not beautiful and you don't love it to you. Right. But a manager or something that could be beautiful, and he could love that and see, you
2: see the value they in do, it even though it's do. not for you. I know yeah. people who love that stuff. Yes. And so they're like, like, oh shit, I'm about so
0: to so blast yeah, this <laughs> totally. up. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I got to go pee.
2: Okay. Go do pee. Have, um, do another round of these. Should we probably have three, three I'm, beers? I'm down let's, let's with it. Let's have another beer. Are you
3: fine with yeah. it? all
0: right. Hey, guys, this is Rob with just a quick note before you head off into your week. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, a massive thank you to any of you that have rated, commented, or subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. Also, thank you to those of you that have reached out to me and shared your stories of how these interviews or some of these conversations have impacted you, have inspired you. Man, that has been so awesome to hear. If you have a story you'd like to share with me, head over to thecuriouspod.com slash contact and I'd love to hear your stories or any just questions you may have for me. Hey, while you're over there, if you want to check out show notes for this or any of the other interviews I've done, or contact info for this guest or any of the others. Head over to thecuriouspod.com for any of that. And also, I'm really pumped about this. We have a map right there on the front of the website that shows all the locations that these interviews and conversations have taken place. It's pretty cool. You can click on it. You can see where these have done. If you want to go visit them, if you've heard something you like and you want to go check it out for yourself, that's right there. Or you can just check it out at thecuriouspod.com slash map, or just right there on the front of the website. I'll show. I'll show. Also, if you want to reach out to me on social media or follow me anywhere, pretty much everything online is the Rob Morgan at the Rob Morgan. whatever. You, 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 you know the drill. All right. Enough of that nonsense. All this podcasting has made me thirsty. You know, (laughs) I am so pumped that I do not have to deal with sponsors for this podcast, or else I'd have to tell you, podcasting makes me thirsty, and nothing quenches a podcast thirst, whether you're listening, uh, interviewing, editing, recording, listening to something unrelated to a podcast, nothing quenches a thirst like a Guinness. Hey, Hofi, can I steal you for a second? Do you have anything you want to say about Guinness?
1: I'd like to take a minute to thank Guinness because it truly is made of more.
0: That's all. All right, that's it, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that crap. All right, have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Anything else? Thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Say the most random thing you can think of. No. Yell it. I got
1: nothing. The only word I can think of is formaldehyde. <laughs> Perfect.